Yeah. Humans mm. are 30-ish. Welcome, everybody. Episode 17. Um, am I allowed to say you're comfortable with me, Matt, saying, can you believe it's March? I am comfortable with that. Good evening, Luke. <laughs> that, that, is a, that is appropriate. I do feel the same. Yeah. It is March. It's, it's, um, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit chilly, as I was saying earlier. It's it's cold. So yeah, the the, the winds of change are sweeping through. <laughs> they are. They are. Welcome everybody. It's great to be back. It's great to have you back for another week. Um, as always, Matt. Just want to kick off the show with some shout outs. Um, had some great feedback on Instagram um, this week. Um, a few people sending through some emojis after last week's discussions. So oh, of course. Some Good. standouts, some standouts that we that we that I found from people giving me their top few emojis were were a love heart and awkward mm-hmm. face. They appeared a lot. Awkward face appeared a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a good you, one. You know, and and I and I do want to touch on it too. We you you brought up and were really passionate about the new emoji. I, mm. I panicked because after the episode, I couldn't find it on my phone. I've got a Samsung, Android, whatever you want to call it. But I actually yeah. it actually was due for an update. Did the update and then bang. It appeared. Good. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. It was tense for a while, yeah. but it's okay. I was relieved because it is. A, it should be a cross device emoji, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is. It is. So if you're panicking about not having it, just do a bit of an update or something. Mm. Um, and look, um, had a few more messages this week, and I feel like it. I, I I need to put it out there because, you know, I think, um, the feedback I'm getting at the moment is is referring back a few episodes to episode 13, and once again, the bin swingers, the bin swinging oh. mat. It's it's getting traction. I'm telling you, you know, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if I hear from a council soon enough around Melbourne or, or, or Sydney or something saying, you know what, do you mind if we use it and make some stickers? Because it, yeah, it, it's it's a direction we need to go, and and why not mandate it, create a policy. Um, <laughs> You know, it would be one of Australia's greatest ever sort of policies, I think. If yeah, yeah, it's so, been nice tonight. It reminds me actually. So thank you. It is, it is. So if anyone's wondering what we're talking about, hasn't heard episode thirteen, I um, urge you to do so. It was a fun episode, but during that episode, Matt has raised something that I think is going to really get some traction around the country. So just watch this space, is what I'm saying. Um, look, I also feel it necessary to, um, as as always, we're, we're really proud of our local listeners here in Melbourne and Sydney and mm. Brisbane in particular is where a lot of our listeners come from as we as we hear from them but Matt this week uh, I don't know what's happening um, but we have had a big influx of listeners and downloads from Las Vegas in the states <laughs> and I it's I love it I love seeing things like that pop up and so hey yeah how you going Las Vegas welcome yeah it's it's exciting um <laughs> The, the city that never sleeps. But I, I did have a friend who has worked in tel- telecoms before. If <laughs> there could be a chance that our, our and our, if our, there's some listeners in, in Vegas and parts of the Americas, that's amazing. But it's likely they're a bit more local. And sometimes if you, if you turn off your location services, <laughs> uh, you know, if they're trying to track you about yeah. where you are, it can say you're sort of in a different country so mm. you know yeah, well I, i'm some... not i'm not sure <laughs> i'm wrong <laughs> well hey i'm 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 going with it because i'm thinking there could oh, be course. some sort no so, could be some sort of junket coming up that you and i can head over there you know as part of the yeah, well, yeah. yeah. so let's it just... could be a, a podcast summit that we don't know about <laughs> that's right for, for right. a good reason <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anyway, 
But uh, mm. once again, thank you everyone for tuning in. And um, if you are new here, welcome. This is a, a podcast where um, Matt and myself bring a couple of topics each mm. to the table and, and break them down. We don't know what each other are bringing, and I think that's where a lot of the uh, the fun and excitement comes from, Matt. And without further ado, my friend, you are mm. first cab off the rank this evening, so I'm going to hand it over. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I'm a little bit anxious with um, my first one. It's It's a question that... I've been dreading to ask. <laughs> now I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. But is the cappuccino dead? <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah, look, don't know. Don't know. Um, from, a, from a consumer point of view, I guess it's, oh, well, I thought it was popular as ever. But the way I'm I don't, hearing the tone no. of your voice is telling me otherwise. <laughs> Well, no, I. It, this is the problem. I, I mean, the the cappuccino is such a, a, a an institution, especially. Mm. I mean, in in Melbourne, but but I think in sort of the eighties, the cappuccino was what really got Western people into coffee, mm-hmm. and it's quite nostalgic for me because I remember, you know, mum and dad were at the keg, you know, there was remember the keg, and we were there like in the maybe the early nineties and mum had a cappuccino with a chocolate sprinkles and I'd always, you know, want to taste it. And it was the first time I also saw a Greek salad, like a salad with cheese in it. And that really you know, inspired me, <laughs> but the cappuccino was something that I don't know. I, I just get the feeling. I don't see anyone ordering it anymore. I think that the anti-milk movement has really impacted the cappuccino, but yeah. it should be, I think, acknowledged and respected as a, as a pioneer for for coffee drinking in this country but mm. yeah I, I just don't it's it's it doesn't seem to be on trend as much it's mm, it's a gee a, a coffee topic's a touchy one isn't it because there's a lot of passionate coffee drinkers out there um mm. the real diehards what are the real diehards going for if they're going into their local coffee shop i mean is it is it are they do they frown upon a cappuccino because it well, is I, a bit, I think oh, it's at that point i yeah. think it's at that point like obviously people are into their you know, lattes, long blacks or whatever, and the fancy things, and that's all fine. But I'm just more, I'm worried for the cappuccino. And it, sometimes I think it gets marginalised by the baby chino because, oh. you know, that's what, you know, yeah. the, the young ones have. But yeah. then I, I almost see it now as a, as a drink that really, really old people on their deathbed because they can't really <laughs> drink much. They just want one more cappuccino. <laughs> One more to take them back. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, and look, it might be that sort of thing where you you kind of you, you don't want to order it because you sort of look around and think, is there anyone here? Am I going to get judged? Maybe. Um, yeah, well, I'm not sure. I'd love to do a survey um, across Melbourne. Look, Melbourne in itself would would have a, have enough reputation and enough coffee drinkers alone to give you a fair idea of the the trend that that is happening for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and. Nescafe Blend 43, I mean, there was never a Blend 44 and was there. They never – And I, but I, so I'm, I'm worried it has that sort of same fate. Yet, though at Officeworks, you do see those industrial size Blend 43 uh, canisters. Have you seen those? No. no. I can't so people are still that. buying that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, 
there's got there's always a market for something still if it if if it exists in any small way there's still obviously a market for it people are producing it um i suppose at a cafe or restaurant it doesn't matter as much because you, you can make them um but yeah it's a really great observation um so i'd i'd Gee, once again, I, I guess it'd be great to hear from some of our listeners to to give us some feedback on what they're drinking at the moment. You know, yeah. Look, I just I'm just worried about it, and I know it might it 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 just means a lot to me from my my childhood, and I just <laughs> I mean I started drinking coffee through the cappuccino, so I, I, I guess I'm kind of yeah. have a soft spot for it. But yeah, I don't so know. Rega- let's let's, re- let's you, see what happens. Yeah, and you're sort of saying, regardless of where it's going, you just. You want to just see it as a staple to to remain there somewhere in the, you know, in the ethos of coffee drinking. Um, just, yeah. just hang around. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, fair enough. Um, there's a bit of nostalgia in my first topic tonight too, Matt. Actually, um, and I and I kind of wanted to raise this. This just popped up into my mind recently. Um, I was at my in-laws' house. Um, and I think a lot of people, and I'm gonna say a lot of people born in the 80s and it might and it's probably earlier too but I'm going to use the 80s that's my sort of bracket um a lot of people born in the 80s I'm going to say well most of them um would have had at their parent growing up at their parents house or even grandparents house those old bookshelves you know the bookcases absolutely jam packed full of books not an inch you can't get any more in there it's completely full mm. to the brim but also never gets touched. You never see a book removed or you never see anyone sitting by the bookshelf sort of flicking through one of those books. I, I think it's a decorative piece. Um, mm. They're full of the, the sets, like the box sets. There's a lot of, there were always a lot of um, encyclopedia sets. Um, you know, I remember sort of looking at them every now and then in my childhood thinking, well, I mean, what even is this? No one's, mum and dad have never touched this, um, not in my lifetime. Uh Completely covered in in dust, but not damaged or ruined, but just sort of sitting there. And and I saw it as a as a decorative piece. But I, st- I just started thinking the other day when I was again having a look at it and thought, I feel like that's a dying decorative piece. I don't think that will reoccur or reappear in 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 people. I suppose people family homes of of the younger generation. Do you know what I'm saying? I just feel like that is something that's probably There'll be bookshelves, but I'm talking about those old school cabinets that that are really jam packed. And you know, like I said, the book sets, the collectors' items. And did you have one of those? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we, we never. I mean, we had a liquor cabinet. <laughs> um, there was there. We never had a. Although I had seen them, we never had a bookshelf. Right. That was with, with books as a decorative piece. But what you're saying is. That people have a, a bookshelf with books that they yeah. don't read. Yeah, but it's a decorative piece. I think so, and quite often locked yeah. away, like 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 door, you know, glass cabinet doors on them a lot of the time, or not. Right. But either way, never really get touched, and they've kind of got that musty smell to it to the whole area, and it's kind of just, yeah, I, I feel like it was a bit of a decorative piece more than anything, and probably, you know, um, collectors items that had maybe been handed down a few generations so you sort of just kept it all there but i think with um with the modern families i don't think that they're a part of the the part of the decoration part of the the household anymore do you think when people did it they they wanted you to think that you that they had read them 
or that they were well read. It might have been that. It might have been a bit of a display to sort of signify that they're well read. Perhaps I'm not sure. Were they typically it was typically encyclopedias. Was it like medical journals? Yeah, yeah, there were actually. Yeah, there were things like that. A lot of that sort of stuff. And then there were the the classics. Um, that you'd see the likes of, you know, a Dickens set sort of on there as well. That, Treasure Treasure Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, All that sort of Moby stuff. Dick. Yep, yeah, the, the yeah. you know, the original yeah. Lord of the Rings, whatever, you know, The Hobbit or whatever it was called. All that stuff Sense well. and Sensibility. Yeah, everything. Yeah. 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 But, but Jane I, also, I also wonder, <laughs> yeah. I also want. so you do, you know, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I also wonder what the modern version of that is, you know, what, what, that's, what that decorative piece is these days because this kind of, as far as... The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean that whole... That oh, whole, what piece? Sorry, I yeah. thought you meant modern book. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I mean, yeah. I mean... Yeah. Uh, a a modern with... piece that's pretentious. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or because it's a modern... There's, what they're saying is... We read books, but then the person in there knows they don't read them because they're dusty. That's sort of what you're saying. Yeah. So are they seeing it more as, oh, this is a classic book collection. Oh, you must read those. You, oh, if you haven't, you must. Um, oh, fascinating stuff. Fascinating. Very complex. So what? So they're, okay. So then it's, what's the modern version of that? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think it is... Um, yeah, I don't see many bookshelves like what you're describing. Mm. So, what is the thing? Is it more? Is it artifacts, or is it um like art or sculptures? Yeah, you know? pot- potentially, potentially. I had a, I had a think, and I thought maybe even is it the the tech that's in your house? You know, from the Ooh. the TV mm. to the sound bar to the surround sound mm. to the outdoor um mm. you know sound system and you know those or the, the you know Google, turn off yeah. the lights. You know that yeah. sort of shit. Like, is it is it more mm. of a, a tech version of that now? That's oh, you don't need to switch off anything. You just maybe you just, you just ask the house to do it and it will do it. Type thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, maybe. But at least they're using that. You yeah, know? <laughs> that's it's, true. It's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. I just find yeah. it an interesting thing. It was. I just have. It was it always sticks with me, and I just thought about about it the other day when I was checking out one of these old book cabinets, and I thought, yeah, it was. It's interesting. I don't think it'll be a. Yeah, it's a big. They, a lot of these took up a lot of room. They were big. Cabinets. Maybe it's a a wall full of like Kindles. Mm. <laughs> it's what in you. <laughs> How many Kindles have you got in there? Oh, yeah, a yeah. cabinet of Kindles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a. It's an interesting one. It's one of those dying things, isn't it? You know that that they're. Yeah. they're Removing themselves from the DNA of the homes around Australia, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I really rate a, a a good library or, or you know a bookshelf. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, you see them in the movies, especially with in professors or you know mm. even um, uh, detectives where they have the the yeah. old school murder mysteries. Like you, you love that stuff, but yeah. yeah I, I, it's a good. It's a, it's the psychology of it's good because it is a, a aesthetically appealing. Yeah, yeah. But sure. you you can't like have you know like Playboy or Mad Magazine up there or anything. You know? like, no, <laughs> Mad Magazine. But, wow. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Um, what, what whatever they they read these days. Yeah, uh, magazines. Well, it's all di- anyway. I mean, yeah, D- digital, yeah. isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, 
But you can, I mean, I guess you could just have a whole stack of USBs or something on there, Kindles and USB sticks, and <laughs> just well, that's a bit of that's installation <laughs> art right there, isn't it? Yeah, that's wow. that, that's that's art. That's scarcity. Oh, that well, there we go. <laughs> now we're jumping back. Anyway, before we get back mm. to older episodes, I'm going to leave it there. And um, okay. but anyway, no, go on. Yep. Yeah. Look, this is actually this could change the dynamic of our. Oh. Relationship pending your answer. Oh, shit. Okay. Now, are you a reverse Parker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. No, no. <laughs> well, no. Well, hang on. Give me some. Oh, I am. There you go. And, and I'm, I am speechless. Well, okay. Why? Talk me through it. Talk me through your issues. I can't believe you're a reverse Parker. I hate reverse Parkers. <laughs> Why? Because. Uh, okay. This changed the dynamics of the conversation. Okay. Yeah. Whether you're reversing in or reversing out, it's still the same amount of time. Mm. You know, you think if you reverse in, that you can get away quicker, right? That, yeah, that, that that's not the reason I would do that. Then why do you reverse in? Because in some cases, I find it easier than trying to nose in, like like in a in a in a car park with a bigger car, especially with a car park that is um, a bit tight. It's actually I find it easier sometimes backing in, but getting those angles right. So instead of just turning in. You're you're saying you go past, yeah, and but, then but, reverse in. But sometimes, like say, let's let's use a um, let's use like a shopping center as an example, right? So that's exactly again, my example. Okay, good. And again, with a, with a relatively big car, not a you know, I've, I've that's your choice. Yeah, but I would find going into a car into a car spot at a at a at a shopping center quite often. You, you won't get it in one hit going nose in, in a bigger car. So you, you might find yourself doing a, you know, a, a couple of takes to get in nice and straight. If I reverse in, I'll get that in first shot every time. Because the well, wheels, te- the wheel, because of the, the, the turning wheels end up on that back end, so to speak. Look, okay, <laughs> in... in- from where I see it, it's a zero-sum game. It's a zero-sum game, which isn't yeah. a game I want to play. You either reverse in, it's the same amount of time as if you had to reverse out, Yeah. right? Yeah. But okay. once you understand it's a zero-sum zero game, the, the other point is the respect to your fellow shopper, right? Mm. If you're driving around looking for a park, a reverse parker, is it's like a it can be a mirage because oh my god this car's gone past the yeah. park how did they miss it and then yeah. you see the you know they're reversing so then everyone else has to wait and it's like them rubbing salt in the wound <laughs> and you're having to watch this car get park in this park and abuse this park like yeah. it owns it now while you watch with all your other drivers yeah right yeah yeah no, so I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that because I do. It's, it's and it's funny you say that because 
even as um, recent as this morning, I, there was a car behind me right up my bum. Hmm. And I, I often think that. I often think, well, this could be cause more issue than it's worth and and we'll, we'll go in nose first just so it's very clear what I'm doing. I get that. I understand that. And that, that is a valid point. But at the same time, you know, just got to trust the indicator, brother. You know, don't be right up my ass if you're in the car behind me is, is the other point. Just give me some space. Just back off. Let me find a park and get into that park however I want. But I'm lo- I'm missing out on other opportunities. Other car parks are becoming available, but you're I have to watch you abuse this other one like yeah. you own it. Yeah. And then boom, boom! I turn go around the corner. The, the, the other people have already got those other parks that become available in that yeah. time. Well, you know, like yeah, shopping centers can be a bitch. You know, this is just sort of the thing well, you got to put up with. I'm still I'm all all the listeners out there. Yeah, let's start another movement. Like yeah. the waving into the of the hand when someone lets you through on the road. Yeah. No more reverse parking. <laughs> Pull <laughs> okay. it out. <laughs> okay. Okay. So just what you might get a fine. Maybe there's someone who walks around and if you're a reverse park, oh, and some tickets. some people, it's some people. It's like a NASA mission, mm. and they're trying to connect the shuttle to the to the Russian <laughs> space station. That's how bloody slow they are. Oh yeah. So that this is this is the point, right? So this is different for me. I'm I'm in like I'm in flash straight oh, away. Cool, no, no cool shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if I was if it was something that was going to take me a long time, there'd be no absolutely no point doing it. I do it because it is a quicker process well, to I, get in. So I believe yeah, that if, if there's someone not, that's taking yeah. uh, you know doing a seven point turn trying to do it, there's absolutely no point in doing it, and that you know that deserves a fine. Mm, <laughs> Maybe exactly. the, I wouldn't be opposed to someone, you know, patrolling car parks like shopping center car mm. parks and just grading people a- a- on their on their efforts and just saying, you know what, mate, you held up a number of people for a minute and a half. Bang, he's a yeah. And don't make it silly. Like here's a twenty five dollar fine. Just think about your actions. Pay that in the next couple of days, and you'd be sweet. You know, just just I short- think, yeah. I think it can be policed based on performance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be interesting, and that would change. You know, I reckon you'd find you'd find more cup spots because a lot of people wouldn't come anymore, and they'd yep. find alternative ways to get to the shops. And that, I, and I the think, com- the compounding effect of that, yeah, would probably solve a lot of the problems in the world. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like just that you know that butterfly effect. Yeah. It would just like pay it forward. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Could see that it yeah. might take a long time, but mm. it would work. I'm all for also. It should be said, um, and I'm a bit ruthless in this um, area, but I, I, I would be open to more cars being towed in situations uh-huh. where they're parked across two car spots, or you yeah. know, in front, you know, in a in a um, pram or handicap spot that they shouldn't. But like, I'm, I'm all for. They, I, I would love to see a bit more. Just mm. tow trucks just getting around on the prowl, just ready to go. Look at this guy over two lines. Bang, see ya, pal. You know, yeah. A patrol, a patrolling tow truck would be quite, <laughs> would be quite scary, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, but then not taking them back to the to the where they impound them, just putting them up sort of somewhere nearby that still everyone drives past and can see it. And they put the cars there with a sign that just says, "I'm a dickhead," and you've got to mm. go then and walk to your car and go, oh, "Yep, sorry, that's me." Yeah. Bit you know, of bit of walk of shame. Walk, walk of shame. shame. Yeah. Call them out. 
Yeah. There we go. I like that. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Excellent. look, I'm I'm sorry we don't see eye to eye in the um the way we park, Matt. I think but I think we can get through this. It's episode seventeen. You know, we've been through a lot. Let's let's get through this. Maybe I could take well, you to a shopping center soon and, and just show you, you know, that it can be easier. Well, I'll be the bigger move bigger man <laughs> and I'll move forward. <laughs> Not back out of the argument. Okay. Like you yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I back into the argument. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um true. <laughs> yeah. Well this this um thank you for that. That's good. I like that. And look, I think there'll be we will get some feedback on that. So um but the next topic that I wanted to raise um is kind of relevant. It was interestingly enough, I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks and I thought it's probably a good time to do it in the, the sad news during the week of Michael Gadinsky passing away, one of the one of the icons mm-hmm. of Australian music, one of the icons of Australia. Let's be honest, Melbourne. Yep. You know, he's unbelievable human being. But 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 the the thing that I so I thought it was kind of fitting to bring this up now, and um, it's a bit of a conversation that I, I just want to get your thoughts on. Um, I'm a massive music fan. I know you're a music fan. I know a lot of our listeners are music fans. Yeah, I grew up with. You know, some le- listening to absolute legends of the music industry, legends of the world. Um, you know, from Bob Dylan, you know, Elton John, Freddie Mercury, um, mm-hmm. Springsteen, Prince, John Lennon, all of that. You know, like, and these mm-hmm. these people have changed the course of history in in music, but in some cases mm-hmm. beyond music. Cliff Richard, Cliff Richard, beyond. You know, <laughs> some cases it's it's just mm-hmm. more than music. You know, anyway, and and I'll just. I've thought for a while about um, is that it for those sort of people? Like are, are we past ever having icons and legends that, you know, have, have or will have that impact on the world that they, they had? I mean, there's still people that are kicking around. I mentioned Springsteen. He's obviously still around. So long after his time, you know, mm. he'll be regarded as that sort of person. Um, you know, the, but in terms of... The sort of modern era, and even even thinking about the last twenty to thirty years, I, I wonder if there's ever been someone that came through the ranks that will have that have that effect on 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 the world. But but also, furthermore, is there any you know is it is there anyone coming through? My concern is there's not that impactful sort of music anymore. Like, and you even think of going back again, like Bob Marley, like what he sort of did, the movements he sort of made, and um, you know, I, I wanted to put that to you firstly to get your thoughts on that and then maybe we could have a discussion around who the modern day sort of legends of of that industry are potentially well i think the if if we think there's going to be that sort of in the future it's probably less likely because almost everyone is a mini star on on everyone is sort of a publisher on social Mm. media Mm. so it's like a lot of the attention is back to just people who aren't considered in the traditional sense famous yeah i mean the 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 paparazzi is a lot different now yeah um i mean if we're talking whether it be band members well you know like the beatles or or if you you know michael jackson and that you know, euphoria that's around an individual, mm. 
I think it's I think there's there would be like young ones more in particular that would follow certain artists, but I don't know if they would follow them in the same way. Yeah. As say because of, of you get access to celebrities through social media, but a also yeah. there are a lot of other distractions. Yeah. So but but I don't know. Things come around in, in cycles. True. There might true. Yeah. Because I remember we we spoke about this uh, a similar sort of topic um, a while back on on the on when you were a guest on Humans podcast way back when, and we were talking about the uh, sense of you know that famous that that real famous sort of um, artist you know the, the the that sort of feeling you got when you saw that person on stage or or on oh big band it it's it's I think yeah. I think we're talking about how bands you know like big acts. Yeah, would would just you just devour their albums and go to all their concerts and mm. you know like whether it be yeah Beatles U two the, the the Stones or even Oasis in the nineties I think probably the last ones big bands seem to be the killers mm. like yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I know what you mean I mean that there's there's no big groups or or a big time young musician that's kind of yeah, but but, that, you, but maybe there is to other age groups and generations. That's, that's true. That's true. What I, I was thinking about a few people that that are that are still um, recording artists now, um, but I suppose more, more modern in the sense of you know um, um, when we're talking about John Lennon and and all that from from a long time ago. But and and I thought if I had to jot a few names down, I thought you know. I think almost one that jumped out at me straight away that that has had a, a, a such an impact across the world over the last what is it twenty years would be someone like Eminem. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like the, the what he's done and the impact he's had on the the music world has been. I don't think it's been anyone's gotten close to it really in in a lot of in a lot of ways. But then there's the then there's the the guys that are just t- time and time again constantly working constantly recording releasing music everything they do is just brilliant and they are genuine proper rock stars like dave grohl or eddie vedder and you know what i mean so so these are the guys that i would imagine would go down in folklore and i'd hope in a you know a hundred years they're spoken about in in a sense of you know mastery yeah but i mean it's even you know like i'm a big whitney houston fan like mm. you, you know that, or even when Mariah Carey was in her prime, mm. um, you know, there's on either side. It's you know, to from my point of view, yeah, there isn't that just massive talent that is like just delivering mm. just huge hits at the moment. Yeah. I mean, but that's I, I'm not sure. I, yeah. I I don't I like normally. I, what I think about those, if you talk about those artists, is that no matter it seemed no matter what age group like they those those songs would just cut through to many different age groups yeah yeah and and continue to yeah like you know your parents would listen to it and you'd like it and it was new because yeah. but now i think there's a huge divide in in, yeah. in how we consume it yeah um but I, i'm sure the talent's out there it's just yeah. whether I think things come come around in cycles. I, th- I think those, especially those, 
maybe bands more so than say pop acts that yeah. you were mentioning is that they had something to sing about. Sure. So that's, that's the stuff that I think cuts through if it, uh, not saying it's always political, but if it's like, you know, Springsteen's, but you know, the way he sang and the stories that he told was just about normal life, you know, mm. living in working class America. Mm. Um, but then someone like Midnight Oil just went after, you know, the hard stuff right away and it, it worked. So yeah. it's like, if you could, I'm sure there's stuff to say. It's just yeah. how you combine that with the music. And do then you, I think you get that. Do you find you it interesting? cut through. Yeah. Do you find it interesting um, that there's, with everything that's going on in the world, um, and I'm not saying there's more or less um, issues in the world than there was, you know, 50 years ago, 40 years ago, but, you know, Midnight Oil, a great example. Rage Against the Machine are another example that really just spoke out. But there hasn't been anyone to really come out with political views like that on a real commercial sense that that I can remember in the last decade or no. something. I, th- I think if you look at the, 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 the stuff from last year and that tension, I mean, a guitar cuts through. Electric guitar is that tension. Mm. That, I mean, that's rock, that's rock and roll. And that's yeah. what, what, what came about in, you know, the 60s and the 70s and, or, you know, with folk and Dylan and... Yep. But yeah, I mean that's that's where I think that angst is a good, yeah. Um, to, it's a good way to uh, ease the pressure. Is right. um, you know bands that can do that. So there yeah. is there is an opportunity for sure. There's a market um, there, you know. <laughs> if you, well, if, there's an emo- there's an emotional market for <laughs> sure. Is. If you're listening, tones and I maybe the direction for you there. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like, I just feel like there's a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of acts now, and look, there probably always is and always has been that uh, sort of come and go. There's there's not the longevity or the stayers that there once was. But again, it's hard to say now. Maybe some of the the acts that are coming through now will be around for twenty, thirty years. Um, you know, at the at a, at a high level, I suppose is the is the point. A lot of these people hang around for twenty years, but they're doing birthdays and you know. Engagement parties by the by the sixth and seventh year. <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe a couple of guys on a podcast loop could form an act and hey, you at know. our age, like Millie Vanilli. Mate, yeah. Look, <laughs> we don't even have to sing. It's no. even better. Uh look, yeah. You want a piece of me. I was watching that Britney Spears doco last yeah, night. So I, I got that, that song in my head, Yon. You want a piece of yeah, me. Yeah. That was interesting, yeah. huh? Yeah, I watched oh, that the geez. other night. Talk about talk about you know that's the thing. You look at that right, the pap- paparazzi, and and you, know, you don't see that anymore because the magazines have changed. Right, mm. there's no need for the ph- photographers as much because there isn't as many magazines. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it is. It is a different time. Yep, different time. Anyway, watch this space. There might be something on its way, and. Uh, Love to see. I'd love to see. You know, a, and even locally as an Australian, hey, we'll we'll sign you. We'll sign you right right away. <laughs> we'll sign you to the to the humans podcast label. Um, yeah, yeah. Get in touch. Get in touch. Yeah. Info. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> get you into the studio immediately. Hey, you know, like I'm not I'm not discounting Nick Anderson to be the next big thing. I mean, this guy's full of talent. He already he already is in Vegas, especially. <laughs> oh, mate, he should. He'll be doing the. He'll be doing. He'll be getting a getting a gig there, doing their their staple, you know, yeah. shows there with his with his cappuccino. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, after the show, sitting by the bookshelf and just reminiscing. But that's enough from us tonight. That's thirty-ish, Matt. And uh, 
thanks everyone for tuning in. And um, look, if you're going out tomorrow morning or, uh, and getting a cappuccino, don't feel bad. In mm. fact, I think, Matt, you would probably like people to still get cappuccinos. Is that fair call? You want to see them out 100, 100%. I want to see that, that froth on those top lips. Mm. <laughs> so get yourself a cappuccino, take a photo and, and tag humans podcast in it. We'd love to see it. There you go. Uh, thank you, everyone. We are Humans in 30-ish. This is episode 17. Thank you very much for tuning in and we are going out with this, Matt. Did you want almond milk? No. doesn't froth <laughs> properly. I'll get it for you in a sec. I'm just going to back into this park. <laughs> <laughs>